Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today we have uh, two stories of Jesus' healing, uh, part of his healing ministry. So Jesus heals two people, and whenever, whenever we see Jesus do miracles in the scriptures, they're not just miracles, but they're signs pointing to something else, right? They're signs pointing to who Jesus is. He's not just some person who's doing some supernatural miracle, great, but the miracle's always about pointing back to Jesus, pointing, do you know who I am? Do you know what I've just done? Are you coming to faith, right? And so when Jesus does signs for a lot of people, they do lead them to faith, but a lot of times it just does nothing, it means nothing for them. So I just want to talk a little bit about the importance of the role of signs in our life. So, a lot of you sometimes in the Chaldean community will tell me, Abuna, my statue is leaking oil. I'm like, okay, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> or my statue's crying. Or my statue's walking around, which is kind of creepy. You might need an exorcism. But, but, we, so just to let you know, when something supernatural occurs, the church takes it seriously, where we don't always say that it's from God. It could be demonic. But, Regardless, when we see something supernatural, it could shake our hearts where we can say, oh boy, God is real, I need to pray because I'm a sinner. Lord, have mercy on me. And so, it's very important that when Jesus does do a sign, that it moves us to him. Otherwise, the sign is completely pointless. And I'll give some examples of that in the scriptures. Jesus heals ten lepers in another part of the gospel, and only one leper comes back and thanks him. And, says, and basically Jesus says to him, you've been saved because you came back and you believed. There's, another, there's many other examples of this. Jesus multiplies the bread and fish, right? And the people start coming to Jesus, not because they saw signs. He says, why are you following me? Because I can give you free luchma, free bread. He's like, you're chasing me because I gave you food. Not because you saw signs which they were supposed to believe. He says, you should be chasing me because I can give you the bread that gives eternal life, which is the Eucharist. And so this happens over and over and over again. Jesus does a sign, and then for some people, that sign, they get it. It's like, okay, you can't be doing this unless you know, you're the Messiah, or they're trying to figure out who he is. So Jesus does a lot of signs in front of the scribes and Pharisees, and they're just like, oh, you did it on the wrong day, it's Saturday, you're not supposed to do miracles. And they're like, did you just get the point? Like, he just healed on, he just healed a paralyzed person. And so, a lot of times, for example, I'll see, be careful if Jesus does a sign for you, that it's supposed to move us to him. It's dangerous if God, let's say you pray for something, to be healed, to receive something and he gives it to you, be careful to understand the sign is supposed to be pointing to him, leading you to him, because Jesus says it's very dangerous. So Jesus says that I did a lot of signs in these other Jewish villages, and he says, because I did these signs, you were supposed to believe, but because you did not believe, now you have sin, because I showed you, basically. He says, but if I hadn't done these signs, Jesus says, you would have no sin. But because I did these signs, you have sin for not believing. And so, the point of the sign, I just want to point out, is it can do two things. 
So the word is called actual grace or a signal grace. What that is, is let's say, okay, I pray for something, it happened, it's supposed to move me if I'm in state of mortal sin. What that means is if I've committed sins in my life that have taken the grace of God out of my soul, those signs are supposed to move me to repent. So move me from a, a lack of grace, a lack of state of grace. The sign is supposed to move me to get into right relationship with Jesus by confessing my sin and by accepting him and moving forward in my faith. Otherwise, the sign is completely pointless. So, if you're already in a state of grace and you see a sign, that sign, that miracle, is supposed to lead you to a greater holiness. So, greater grace in your life, you'll become holier because of it. But the danger is, so for example, I do know someone one time called me and they said, Abuna, my St. Charbel statue is moving around. I was like, okay, that's great. Okay, I don't know what's going on. Okay, so the statue's moving around. For him, it changed his whole life. He started praying every day, rosaries and Bibles. Before that, he never even prayed, ever. So it had an effect on him where it led him to faith. But for some people, can see a statue of Mary crying, one of them like, oh, that's cute. Okay, I gotta go now, bye. Does nothing for you. And so the danger of asking Jesus for signs and not being ready to respond is very dangerous for our souls. I can say God has done a lot for me, but I can throw those signs in the garbage and just say, we know we can forget them. And so how does Jesus want us to believe? The main way Jesus wants us to believe is the other example in the scripture, the centurion soldier, the Roman soldier heard about what Jesus did. He heard the gospel just from other people. And when he asked Jesus to do something, it wasn't because his faith was weak. He had amazing faith already before Jesus even did the sign because of the things he heard. And so Jesus, it says, he marveled at the centurion. He's like, wow, in all of Israel, I have not seen anyone who has faith like this. So when we approach Jesus with faith, sometimes he can do great things for us. He can. And it doesn't mean always if he doesn't do what we ask, it doesn't mean that we don't have faith, right? But when we ask Jesus for something, even to be healed, there's greater chance that he's going to give it to you if you expect him and have expectant faith that he can do it. And it's the same thing with the centurion soldier. He basically said, I, don't, I know you don't even have to come to my house. Just say the word and my servant will be healed. That's how much faith he had. And so the point of it is, if we want more faith in Jesus, where do we go? Should we just ask for signs? It's not entirely a bad thing to ask for a sign. It doesn't mean that you can't. But Jesus expects us, as St. Paul says, faith comes from what is heard. When you pray with the Bible, and not just read it like it's some sort of magazine or some kind of newspaper, when you, when you really pray with the scripture, your faith will grow. You will know who Jesus is. You, when you touch the Bible, you're touching Jesus. And so I just encourage us, the only way for us to come to a deeper faith is we hear the word, one of the main ways, I should say, we hear the word of God, we keep it in our hearts, we ponder about it, we reflect on it, and then our faith in Jesus will grow as we grow in knowing the scriptures, in prayer, in our prayer life, and Jesus will continue to do marvels and great things in our life. Amen.